Hi, I'm Danny Simon, and I lead the New Life Fellowship Church here at Manipal. I'm so glad that you tuned in with us today to listen to our audio podcast. Do subscribe so that you can tune in every week. You know, I believe that a spoken word can change lives, and my prayer and my hope is that as you listen to today's message, it will change your life as you know it. Enjoy the message. Exception that he got through you know from the counsel of his friends when he started questioning god god had to intervene and he had to remind him that what are you going through i can lift you up then we know about david's case he was anointed as the king but he didn't have a kingdom you know the former king was after his life and he in his humility he ran away but he hid himself he never went as an army to go against saul and we know about joseph his own brothers his family members they sold him to slavery and how he suffered in egypt along with that and finally he was raised up in glory you now we go to uh, deuteronomy uh, chapter 29 verses 3 2 and 3 verses 2 and 3 in a here moses is Uh, talking to the israelites and he's proclaiming proclaiming to them you have seen with your own eyes everything the lord did in egypt to pharaoh to all his officials and to all his land this next verse you saw with your own eyes the great trials and those miraculous signs and wonders you know something that follows after trials we see miraculous signs and wonders and who gave it the lord did it is not moses it is not aaron it is none of the main guys or the elders or any one of those guys but it is god who highlighted his glory to whom who to whom all to first the israelites then to egypt and to pharaoh to all his officials and to all his land it was made evident throughout the generations that even the land of canaan was trembling in fear because of how god rescued israel out from the land of egypt they went through a lot we see that when you calculate the number of years they spent about 400 plus years in the land of egypt but towards the last lapse of that 400 years they were in slavery the last generation and we know that they the who the israelites they had their ups and downs you know they were complaining in the wilderness they didn't have food but god was the one who gave them food when they didn't have water god was the one who gave them water now every one bit of this suffering that we see you know there's always an answer there's always a solution it's not like god had just let them out and be as it may and you go do your way now there was a point when god said you know i'm going to destroy these people but moses had to intervene you know he had to say like you know what lord You know we came thus far you know show mercy on us you know and then israelites also repented but then you know we see how they fared and we see that great multitude how they were prospered even in a wilderness situation they were prospered and uh, we know that you know, god is the one who truly rescues us he is the one who lifts us up you know but that takes a part where we have to go to him 
it's not like you know we are suffering and then we say that you know let me stay in my suffering god doesn't want that you know he showers his mercy on all of us he showers his grace to all of us that we can truly come to him you know without any qualms you know you can just go to him and ask god to rescue us from this particular situation whatever it may be you know uh, recently uh, me, uh, you know me and my wife we were you know in a time of prayer and she asked me like is there anything that you want to pray for i'm like yeah i'm having a small headache and she she said okay fine we'll pray for that headache you know even such small things you know we can ask god and uh, you know he will give us a healing when we come to those kind of situations every one of us has got a portion you know of that suffering in our lives we can never say that you know all is going to be smooth but this suffering is not how we see in the world where you can say some kind of financial issue or this you know most of your students here so it can be regarding your careers it's not that kind of suffering that is superficial is just for a moment what i truly want to highlight is for the sake of christ for the sake of our faith it's something very difficult to take in this point you know everyone has to go through this you know it's where our faith is put to the test you know how all the apostles they had to go through this you know at the beginning they didn't have to because who was with them jesus was with them he was taking it all in because he was the representative of the apostles they didn't get much all the abuse when you look through the uh, uh, gospels hmm? who do we see the pharisees going straight at they were going all at jesus they were not going targeting the disciples because the disciples were in a comfort zone but as soon as jesus left and they were getting the brunt of it they were getting all of it and uh, going to you know to the next verse that is uh, first peter chapter 4 12 and 13 dear friends don't be surprised at the fiery trials you're going through as if something strange were happening to you instead be very glad for these trials make you partners with christ in his suffering so that you will have the wonderful joy of seeing his glory when it is revealed to all the world i mean i don't have to explain what is written here you consider all joy that's what peter says you know be very glad for the sake of christ when you're going through the suffering you know the you know as i mentioned earlier in the beginning people will call you crazy you know they will tell us like we have the uh, example of uh, job's wife you know what you curse god and you die we'll have such kind of people who will say that you know why are you going through this kind of tribulations you know just give it up but you know that moment of giving up is for eternity you know that moment when we step it's a temptation we can say that's brought by the enemy he's saying you know just give up you know you don't have to you know he'll bring in a lot of deceiving thoughts in our hearts you know, just to just to give up you know the christians they face this a lot in the first century is the second century up till the third century you know of the at the beginning of christianity they went through this a lot you know all they were given was a choice deny christ and you will live and that's what that's the only choice they had you know people with their families you know they had the uh, biggest burden 
you know they would have to go through a lot because you know they have their family they have their wives they have their children you know the officials or the uh, persecutors they would come you know what we will take your family as slaves you know just give, uh, deny christ deny christ this was the only choice that they were given but here we see that multitude out of multitude they never did they never gave up christ that is what we don't know their names but we will truly meet them in eternity you know we can truly shake their hands and you know give them that praise what they have done because what they did you know it it's being repeated century after century after century how is the bible still preserved it's by it's because of these few people i mean i i cannot call them few there were many you know they were listening by ears and they were memorizing what all paul's letters said it was not canonized after the first century none of these letters they were in written form all of them had that verbal memory only few people had the written manuscript but then we see the sacrifice that they took all for the sake of christ we see what christ in his sufferings we are partnering ourselves you know what a great privilege it is you know we cannot call ourselves worthy to be part of that you know the suffering at this stage but we have to go to that stage you know we cannot put ourselves you know peter himself when he was executed he said i am not worthy to be crucified in the same manner as my lord so put me upside down you know that's where he you know his humility was the great peter simon peter you know he himself did not find you know that how christ was crucified it's just that bodily sacrifice but what i say is in everything as christ suffered we also have to be partners it's something really difficult to take in but i believe that there is someone who can truly help us you know that is going to the next uh, verse that is luke 10 12 11 and 12 now when they bring you to the synagogues and magistrates and authorities do not worry about how or what you should answer or what you should say for the holy spirit will teach you in that very hour what you ought to say so who's going to help us we have the holy spirit right here you know, we are not left alone we are not just left out in the dry you know you know god says ah you do what you have to do you know what you can do it by your strength but he never says that so he says the holy spirit that's where we have to empty ourselves and let the holy spirit fill our hearts and you know he will give us the words it said not before a day or you know not a month later he'll teach you in that very hour we know that you know the uh, the how the you know it can be like a prophecy also with jesus prophesied you know at the beginnings of acts we see how peter stood in front of you i mean a huge multitude and he was given the power of the holy spirit and he brought how many souls we have the number 3000 souls the first church had that that much number added in in a day and who was the one behind it that was the holy spirit in the same manner when they were brought before the synagogues the pharisees told them you know stop preaching in the name of jesus you know we have to arrest you you have to put a stop to this but they replied in boldness you know they where did this boldness come from it is not man made you know we cannot say that you know i was brought up in this family 
you know they were from this uh, line of kings or line of so we have this not you know uh, blood in our using uh, in our bodies that we can stand bold none of them were we see all of them came from a humble background they were all like most of them were fishermen or some of them were tax collectors they didn't have that ability to stand in front of a authority figure especially you know their religious leaders whom they gave high acclaim even during the time of jesus they gave high acclaim to the such kind of leaders or elders you know we see the humility when they are coining the gospels they still considered them the elders they did not say or oh, these guys you know they were like always against us we don't see that they gave that respect due respect to such kind of leaders and there even then the holy spirit gave them the guidance and the words to speak we see paul situation after situation he went to the king king felix when he was preaching to festus all these guys like big big kings and rulers he was able to say and he was calling them out of their wickedness he was calling them out and uh, telling them to repent so we also have that role to play i'm not saying the very next day you go out and you stand in front of the so uh, nearest party office and do this but when the situation comes for the sake of our faith you know the and we ask god the holy spirit will teach us what to say and who to say to that always marks a point who to say to you know he has always given us the power so the promises that god has laid out in our lives you know in the very word of god you know he has given immense amount of promises that we do not have anything to say that is short you know he has given us the authority you know, going to the next verse luke 10:19 behold i give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt who is giving this promise Jesus gave this promise. He's given us, you know, this word stands true even till today. You know, we don't need to worry. We don't need to be anxious. You know, it's not like something that can be taken at day one. It's always coming to God in prayer. You know, when a situation arises, going to God in prayer and asking him to guide us through. And the enemy is always there at the gate. he can't encroach our lives every time but he's always there looking for an opportunity you know the most you know the enemy has gone against i would say is jesus you know the first three temptation is all that is recorded but i believe that even till the moment of crucifixion the enemy was there looking for an opportunity but jesus was rooted in the word he was rooted and he was firmly guided by the holy spirit and whom else do we have to look to other than jesus you know in the earlier verses we read that you know we had to take partnership in the sufferings of christ in the same manner we can also take you know partnership in his life of how to deal with the enemy we know that our battle is not against flesh or blood no it is not against the normal man under the sun but it is against the spirits the ruling uh, the evil spirits that is governing this land even in this land we have for instance you know such kind of powers 
is truly ruling this place you know we can be like this small church of a gathering of hardly 20 you know our powers you know it's not our power it's like you know the power given to us is far greater far superior as to the ruler or you can say the evil spirit that is ruling over this land why are we pay, praying earnestly for the revival of this land you know we truly desire the transformation of this place because of what we see happening in this place you know it is so evident like we i truly feel that there is a transition that takes place as soon as you step out of manipal whether it be the north east south or west of manipal you see a transition taking place we feel like okay fine i have left manipal i've truly left manipal you know why do we have this innate like we the subconsciously you have this feeling that there's something truly wrong with this place why because there is a dark power that is ruling this place and we have the power we have been given that power to arrest this so called evil spirit you know come what may you know we don't need to fear come what may we don't need to be anxious you know what are these anxieties that come into our life the enemy can bring in all these superficial things our finances our careers he can push these and hide our focus from the true you know true calling in our lives you know as a church we don't need to do much at the beginning but what god grants us grants to us is what sets us apart <clears throat> you know going to the next verse that is uh, first peter chapter 3 13 to 17 it's a long passage now who will want to harm you if you're eager to do good but even if you suffer for doing what is right god will reward you for it so don't worry or be afraid of their threats instead you must worship christ as lord of your life and if someone asks about your christian hope always be ready to explain it but do this in a gentle and respectful way keep your conscience clear then if people if people speak against you they will be ashamed when they see what a good life you live because you belong to Christ remember it is better to suffer for doing good if that is what god wants than to suffer for doing wrong i don't need to explain it it's all given there you know it's a beautiful explanation of how peter is telling that <clears throat> when you suffer for doing what is right you know god will reward you we don't need the reward of this world if god is going to reward you you know if the whole world is being offered to you it counts as nothing because you know what is god's reward you know we all know we are very familiar with it it is eternity it is eternal life uh, it's something that we cannot comprehend even in this human mind you know we try to calculate using the time that we have but eternity there is no time so that is taken out of the picture so it's something that's far beyond our scope in our present thoughts but we can take hope we can take rest you know in knowing that there is that great reward of being in the presence of the lord you know we say that it's written there instead you must worship christ as lord of your life that is again a key picture what is our priorities or we can say what is our who is a god in our life we say that we are christians but you know sometimes we try to put something else 
other than Christ on that pedestal. So be careful about that. You know, that's where the enemy can take root in and bring all these thoughts that can truly deviate our hearts. And if someone asks you, we know that, and I'm not going to read it again. Then you can just go through it again and see how we have to have the approach towards people. You know, people will truly notice, you know, in our lives. When they, when they see the transformed lives, you know, you don't need to show it to them. But by naturally living the life that we ought to live as per a Christian, people will come to you. You know, it is kind of a, an attraction. It's not some kind of, you know, I'm not uh, teaching some uh, law of attraction or anything like that. Uh, it's uh, like some of these new age theory, you know, nothing like that. But it's something that God brings in. Okay? It is that conscience prick. Whenever we see street preachers preach, you know, there will be a crowd of people. Why are they listening? Because most of the time what the street preachers will be saying is, repent, you know, you know, you're all sinners, you have to come to Christ. There will be always some people who are vocal about it and who will be listening also. It's evident even till today. And you just have to go out in the world and see if you just preach the gospel, there will be a few people who will be staying back and listening. Not only listening, who will be outright against it. But we are not forcing anyone to stand there. It's like they come to us. So that's the life. That's the life that you know Peter is telling. You know, that if they ask you, we, have, we ought to explain it in a gentle and respectful way. We can't be like, you know what, I'm a Christian. I can't talk to you. I know that how you live your life. You know, we, I, earlier I mentioned, like, who do we look to? We look at Jesus. Who was he hanging out with? He was in the company of prostitutes and tax collectors. But he was not endorsing their ways. They came to him. They knew they were sinners. And that's why that company grew. And the elders and the Pharisees, we do not want to be any such kind of people. You know, keep away from hypocrisy. Hypocrisy is a dangerous thing that, you know, Christ wanders about time and time again in the Gospels. So be careful about that. That's why he says, be, do this in a gentle and respectful way. Keep your conscience clear. And even then, if people speak against you, they will be ashamed. You know, we don't need to do any kind of battle here. We don't need to do physical, uh, we don't need to do any kind of MMA or something if people come against you. You know, you uh, any kind of uh, physical attrition towards you, you know, they will be put to shame when they see what a good life you live because you belong to Christ. You know, we have Christ. You know, we don't need to look for anything else. We don't need to even look at the other characters in the Bible other than Jesus Christ on how to live our life. You know, being rooted in the word of God and always staying in obedience not just a knowledge of how we know the Bible front to back or how many verses we know but what do those words speak to you it applies directly to our lives that is what counts you know we always have to you know uh, by looking at all these previous verses you know we are forgetting about what I started with that is suffering and trials because something really good that we have heard till now. You know, there's always God who's highlighted. There's always Jesus who's highlighted. 
we forget about what we went through that's how the apostles lived you know we have that account where uh, paul and silas they were jailed what did they do they were not wailing and crying they were in stocks they couldn't move they were literally chained to the wall uh, they had chains running down the wall hands bound by the chains and their legs were bound by stocks stocks are like this immovable wooden blocks that binds your feet and all they could move was their mouth and what did they do with their mouth they were praising and singing in worship and we see the power of god happening there the whole place shook there was an earthquake there all the cell doors opened and everyone was freed liberated even the jailer was liberated he was rescued you know in that moment of suffering where their focus was their focus was on god his worship and he is able to carry us through so we do not have an ounce to worry about we do not need to put our focus always on the sufferings you know they said that it is considered as joy you know suffering is equal to joy it is something that is equal like wherever suffering is mentioned use the word joy that's what the apostle said you know be filled with the holy spirit and going to the last verse i'm going to end with this jesus came and told his disciples i have been given all authority in heaven and on earth earlier when you know pastor said uh, he has given us what all things right so here he, we see that jesus has been given all authority not some not in part nothing is being given all authority so who do we have with us you know he is the king of kings and the lord of lords that's what we sing about every sundays that we come you know therefore go and make disciples of all the nations baptizing them in the name of the father and the son and the holy spirit you know and also preceding that we have that last verse and i will be with you till the end of ages so if he is there with us even at this very moment he is there with us even at this very moment so who do we have to fear why should you worry about satan and his uh works we should be uh truly focused on his word on how we ought to live our lives and how we we'll, he'll carry us through and there may be difficult points in this very christian life where we can find difficulty in come to god and you ask him for help he will help us through i just want to close this uh, word and also for this wonderful opportunity that i could use to share the word i truly believe that god is speaking to us there is a true purpose as to why we are placed here in manipal you know we can always uh, i always wondered i never ever imagined that i would come here i was thinking that you know once she is done with her work you know she would be joining me i never imagined that i would be joining her in this place so it's a new experience altogether and being in this wonderful church and with your company you know continue to pray for us and we'll pray for you you know that's what a family is that's what a church is all about there is no separation between you know we have a person all the way from nepal and if he can be brought here you know how close we can be as a family that always comes in the body of christ we took the part we partook the uh, you know the lord's supper 
you know that also again reminds us that we are a family we are a truly a group together founded and there's no other community that can be found in this world other than a church I want to thank the lord amen that really spoke to me and i pray that it spoke to you as well i want you to remember this it doesn't matter what you're going through and where you're at our heavenly father is always with you i want to say this if you need prayer or you want to reach out to us send us an email or dm us on instagram you know let us know if we can serve you in any way just a reminder don't forget to subscribe so that you can tune in with us again and i'm really hoping to see you next week